Welcome to the Keep Talking Podcast. You'll notice that some things look a little different around here. If you've been listening for a little while, it's been around for going on three years now, so it's definitely been quite a while, but you'll notice that there is new cover art and there are also going to be some other new things coming up. This podcast is having a little bit of rebranding. It's still going to be, you know, the same things that we're talking about, but what I want to emphasize is what the purpose of this podcast is, what it's really about. I was asked recently where I see this podcast going. And I don't exactly know. It's definitely something that I just enjoy doing in my free time. But I want to make it clear what the message of this podcast is. And I really feel like when the world is, you know, screaming at us to to quiet down about certain things and then telling us that we need to be shouting louder about other things, we're going to keep talking about what's real and true and just the things that need to be talked about and not putting an emphasis on all the negative things that I feel like everywhere else keeps bombarding us with. So hopefully this podcast just continues to stimulate thoughts and conversations about the things that really matter. And with that, I want to go ahead and talk about what this episode will be about. I was asked some questions by listeners that gave feedback this past year, and there were quite a lot of questions, so I'm only going to address about five of those because I I like to keep the podcast around a, a decent length for those of you that like shorter ones and then those of you that can listen to ones that are over an hour. So we'll just see where this one ends up. But I just wanted you to know where I'm coming from with this podcast this year especially and then we'll probably talk about a few other things that have been on my mind but of course we're going to have the sponsor for this episode and then we'll get right to it so i realized at the beginning in the intro i said this is the keep talking podcast obviously it's keep talking with sarah because i'm sarah if you didn't catch that with where it says that in the cover anyways we're gonna start with the first question And it started with how to get motivated, but more specifically, one of the parts to that question was when you're wallowing in self-pity. And I was thinking about this on my ride home today and exactly how I deal with self-pity. And I think today, especially, I had some times where I was kind of feeling bad and it was because of things that were happening to me and I was feeling bad you know, for myself. And really the way that I tend to handle that and pull myself out of it is just by thinking, you know, this is not about me. My day is not about me. And when you think of self-pity as more of, you know, a self-centered kind of point of view and, and almost narcissistic, then it's like, okay, how, how do I get out of that mindset? And if you are dedicating yourself to God and and your purpose here, then it's easier to say, you know what, this situation that I'm in, it's not about me. At the end of the day, none of this is about me. My entire life isn't about me. So I'm going to take this situation and turn it around into, okay, something bad just happened, but you know what, I'm going to keep moving. 
I've got to move forward. I've got to go do something else, put my energy into something else and my thoughts into something else and not just sit there and, you know, feel bad for myself and just hole up in my little shell. You have to just get past that. And it is a little bit easier said than done, obviously. And for people that don't really know how to handle certain situations well, it's definitely a lot harder to just switch out of that mindset. But it's something that you just have to practice on a regular basis. When that thought comes to your head, don't let it keep going. You have to just immediately say, nope, I'm not going there right now. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to do something else instead, find a different way to be productive instead of just being sad or upset with whatever happened. And then you can, you know, move along. And as you do that more often, it it does get easier. So that's how I'm going to address that one. Kind of a short answer probably, but that's all I'm going to say for that one. The next one is what are your goals for the upcoming year? These questions were asked at the end of 2020. So it's referring to 2021, of course. And I'm going to actually address that as what are my resolutions for the year. And I don't really want to go into all four of them specifically. But if you've listened to any of my talks about resolutions before, I see resolutions as things that are not just goals that could can end before the year ends you know like a lot of people say they want to go to the gym more and start working out more or they want to be eating healthy and then as soon as you don't hit those things it's really hard to get yourself back onto it and then you just feel like you let yourself down and I think that's also the reason that a lot of people don't make resolutions is because they see it as that and they're like I'm not doing that if I want to you know start working out more I'll just start working out more I don't need a new year to do that but I prefer to have resolutions be things that I can turn into habits and just lifestyle changes that reflect, you know, what I've realized about the past year and what I really want to emphasize more the current year. So my main resolution for 2021 is to move in gratitude. And I heard that in a sermon several months ago and I immediately wrote it down because I just knew that that is what I wanted my theme resolution to be for 2021. And I think even if you don't want that to be a resolution, it's still something that could be really beneficial to all of us if we try and find ways to be more grateful and more thankful for the things that we have, the things that we're going through, because 2020 was hard on so many people, including myself. And I've got to say, it's so much easier to be joyful, truly joyful, when you're able to wake up each day and, you know, thank God for that day. You know, first of all, you've lived another day. You woke up, so you still have a purpose on this earth. But then even the trials that you're going through, and I know some of us have had to deal with things even in the first several days of 2021, the first couple weeks, you have to just be thankful for even the the bad things because through those, you're going to grow. And if you just look at it with that approach it makes life so much easier than to constantly think, wow, you know, this just, this horrible thing just happened to me, or I didn't get this, or if you just stay thankful for all the little things that you do have, and I'm not saying you have to do that in a way of comparing yourself to other people's situations, because I don't think that's always the best thing to do either, 
you know, to see, well, somebody else is going through something harder than me, so I should be grateful for what I have. That's fine, but I don't think that's the healthiest way to go about things. But if you just, you know, some people it's making a list and journaling about the things you're thankful for. For me, sometimes it's just taking a moment to be thankful for whatever it is that I'm currently doing. And that's another thing too. I feel like it does help you stay very present because if you're thankful for what's going on in that moment, then you're not worried about the future as much because your thoughts are on being thankful for today and you're also not dwelling on the things that happened before that may not have been good because you're thankful for today. So that's one thing that I've really been trying to pay attention to on a daily basis is just really being thankful for every single thing, every single person and every single experience that I'm going through. And I really encourage all of you to try doing that. Whatever day you're listening to this, maybe try it the rest of that day or try it the next day. And I would bet that you're not going to end up at the end of the day saying, wow, that was stupid. I don't know why I tried doing that. I'm pretty sure you're going to say, wow, that's something that I need to do every day. So for the next question, it is how to handle change better. One thing I want to say to start off with this is change is inevitable. So that's something, that's a fact that you have to just go ahead and accept that change will come no matter what because we are not in control. And so once you fully grasp that you're not in control of things, I feel like that makes change a whole lot more easy to digest. There are times when you know things are going to change coming soon and you see it in the future. Well, first of all, we can't fully see the future. You know that certain things are going to happen, sure, but we have no idea the details. And really, we don't know for sure that it'll happen because we're never guaranteed another day. I think part of that is also what I kind of touched on in the answer to that last question is just if you stay present in today, then you're not focused on the changes to come. You know, you can prepare yourself for these changes. Like for example, if you're going to move, of course, you've got to pack stuff up and you've got to be ready to go at the the day that you're supposed to move. But it doesn't mean that you have to freak out the entire time because you have accepted that that is something that's going to happen most likely will happen. And then you can just be at peace about it because you're taking it one day at a time. You're filling one box at a time. I don't know if this is necessarily the best answer for this question, but I think it's important to just take change in little pieces as you can. And obviously with 2020, there was a lot of changes that you didn't really have time to prepare for. And in, in those times, that's when prayer helps the most because when you have a God that knows these changes, you know, he exists past, present, and future all at one time. So he sees what's going to happen. He already knows everything that will happen. Then in the present moment that you're in, you are able to find peace because you know that this is not a surprise for God. 
for me, that is the biggest thing that brings peace and also hope and excitement for the changes that are to come because I know that they're already planned out perfectly for me. The next question is, what are some things to remember going from 2020 to 2021 about 2020 as a year? Well, first I'm going to remember to wear my mask before I go into any public area. And I'm going to remember to wash and Dermex my hands as much as possible. Didn't realize that in 2020 that would need to be a habit and now it's it's just a lifestyle that we've all accepted. But that is certainly one thing. I would say for 2021 it's always to expect the unexpected and... I feel like all these questions are actually tying into each other. We don't know the curveballs that are going to be thrown at us. And so, you know, if if we're just trying to find uh, peace and joy on a daily basis, then it just makes it easier for you to be able to roll with the punches, you know. And I'm, I'm kind of picturing Creed right now when he's training with Rocky and it's before the the actual boxing match. You know, he doesn't know exactly what the opponent is going to do as far as every single move and every single step that he's going to take, but he's prepared himself in order to be able to expect anything that he might throw at him. And I feel like that's how we have to be is just daily preparing ourselves for whatever may come and you know, it's not just praying and having community with others and, you know, reading your Bible and having quiet time and things like that. But for some people, and I have friends that have really been working on this lately, and I'm extra proud of them. And I know they're listening to this, but it's also, you know, having a, a good amount of self-care and reflection through all of it, because a lot of these things that people had to handle this past year were really hard to handle on their own. And, if you didn't reach out to somebody to talk about something that you were going through or you weren't writing it down at least or something, it can be extremely beneficial if you journal, if you, you know, find some friends that you can truly rely on and have helpful and healthy conversations about things that you're going through because nobody should be going through these things alone. That is what I would say is something that I'm going to remember from last year going into this year is just those things that I did to prepare myself for the changes and and I encourage all of you to find things to work on in order to do that as well and then the last question is what do you expect 2021 to be like well if I had answered this question when it was given to me I already would have described something different than what has already occurred these first few weeks of 2021 so I really am not sure. The world as a whole, I have absolutely no idea. No idea. Me personally, I don't know exactly what will happen this year, but I do know that every year that I go into thinking and truly believing and and saying that this is going to be the best year that I've had, it happens that way. And there are a lot of different things that happen during the year. And sometimes there are things where it seems like that is definitely not going to be what I say at the end of the year, that this was the best year I've ever had. But when I'm going through the year thinking, this is 
going to be the best year I've ever had, then it forces me to react differently. It, it helps me to find the positives and to make some changes so that at the end of the year, I still can say that. Because we don't have necessarily control over everything that happens, but we do have control over certain things, the things that we say and do, and that is enough sometimes to to make those changes happen to where we react differently to things. So I feel like all of these questions are not the answers that the people that ask these were expecting at all, but that is how I'm going to wrap the questions up. As for some of the other things that have been on my mind lately, one thing that really stuck out to me today when I was thinking about recording this, I had not listened to the podcast that I listened to earlier today, so I didn't intend on saying this, but I was listening to a fairly well-known person talk about their success and how, basically how resting kind of ruins success, and if you aren't constantly working hard, then you can't be successful. Basically saying, you know, don't ever rest. That is so false. And I hope that everybody that had listened to that, and I'm sure it was a lot of people, I really hope that they did not truly take that to heart because resting is one of the most important things we can do. If it's not obvious, then God created the entire world, galaxy, all of it, all of us, and then rested. And I think that's also the importance of, you know, having a day of the week that we tried to rest. It's so important. You can't constantly be doing stuff and not get burned out from it. And the way to kind of prevent that burnout is to rest. And kind of like what I was talking about earlier with the journaling and stuff is giving yourself some time to reflect. And then also when you're having these quiet times where maybe you're journaling and also reading and stuff, just giving yourself some time to listen to what's being told to you. And and not even just with what God has to say to you, but also just in your day-to-day of listening to what's going on around you and being aware of the things that other people are going through. And that kind of touches on the self-pity aspect as well, because if you're so about yourself and, and how bad things are for you, then it makes it really hard for you to recognize that somebody else needs your help. And I'm not saying that you can help every single person that's out there, but I do think it's important that if you're just going through something that isn't actually a big deal, but you're just trying to feel bad for yourself and maybe get attention from people or whatever the actual motive is behind it, you're blinded to the people that truly need your help and have been placed in your life for you to help in that moment. That's a different aspect of rest that I feel like hasn't been touched on in this podcast specifically yet. I know we've had some talks about that and I really hope that everybody listening, especially if you've been listening before now, that you know that I really support and believe in resting, truly resting. And that doesn't mean being on your phone for hours either, because that is not resting if you're in bed on your phone. And and that's one thing too that I've been, I heard this in a different podcast 
and I've been trying to exercise it every day. The first thing that you do in the morning and the very last thing you do at night have such a huge impact on what your day is going to be like. So if you wake up and immediately get on your phone and for some of you it's it's Twitter, which I will never get into. I cannot handle that. But Twitter or Instagram or Facebook and you wake up and the first thing you see is a terrible news headline about everything that's been going on. I would say that it's probably hard to not be negative going into your day when that's the first thing that you see. For me, if the first thing that I do before I even open a book before I even pick up my phone, if I pray and be thankful for the things that I had yesterday and the things that I have as soon as I wake up in the morning, then it makes my day so much better because I go into it with the heart of thankfulness. And I will suggest if you aren't a devotion person yet, you really should try it because having someone else's words for you to read about how God could speak to you and use you that day is very helpful and a lot of them have verses for you to look up or certain chapters to read with it and you should do those as well because it's very, it makes your day a lot more intentional, your morning a lot more intentional and then when it comes to the last thing you do before you go to sleep, it's really hard to not want to be on your phone or watch a show right before you go to bed so you get tired. But if the last thing you do is also pray and be thankful for everything that your day held and then express to God what your worries and anxieties are, I really find it hard to have a bad night's sleep when I've done that first. Because you're at peace. Why would you not want peace in order to truly rest at night? That's really all the things that have been on my mind that I also wanted to throw into this podcast. But I hope that it's clear with what I was saying in the intro about what the purpose of this podcast is. Because I know a lot of people enjoyed having this to listen to during last year, especially because of everything else that they were constantly hearing from the world. I like for this to be a space where it's just relief. You know, we're talking about things that are helpful and that truly matter. And I try my best to put in the truth. And I mean that with a capital T. But I also, you know, don't claim to be any sort of theologian or anything like that. I'm just speaking from my own personal experience. We'll see where the podcast goes this year. I'm super excited. I'm not going to guarantee how often episodes will come out, but I do have some people lined up that have wanted to be guests for a while and a few that I've reached out to because I want them to be guests as well. So hopefully that's exciting. And I know a lot of people really loved the episode with Whitley. So maybe we'll do one with him again. I know that he would... (laughs) very much like to do that and so would I so we might have to make it happen but as always if you're listening on Spotify if you'll subscribe you should get a notification when there is a new episode out as well as if you listen on Apple Podcasts, you should get a notification as well and you can also leave a review on there if you 
just feel so obligated five stars would be awesome maybe a little nice comment too and then you can always listen on platforms like anchor like you heard about in the sponsor part as well as just you know online with whatever search engine you like to use and with that i'll wrap up the end of this podcast Thank you.